it's the 38th episode of the Oh Yeah! podcast with me, Mitch, from Tipping the Odds Las Vegas, and... This is Doug. Hope everyone's uh, having a good weekend. Yeah, we missed uh, last week's episode, and there actually might not be a Tipping the Odds Las Vegas episode today. Um, we'll oh, see, no. Dr. Kev's busy at work and stuff, so... Um, there's one weird thing that happened last night. I was looking at cat videos on Instagram and my torty cat. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, and then she looked at me like, what am I, chopped liver? (laughs) And then Big Tom asked you to serve him chopped liver. Yeah, he actually wanted chopped liver. He's, uh, I've started feeding torty, uh, separate from Tom because Tom's on a diet. Oh, no, he's he's not liking that. No, he looks at Torty eating her food just like I used to look at my sister when we would go out because I'd get to finish whatever she didn't eat, and I'd finish mine in like 30 seconds. And this is when we were kids, and I'd just wait for, look at her and see what she doesn't finish. Yeah, now you watch her eat her dinner on a Zoom call. Yeah, and as as adults, it doesn't matter because she takes it home. You know, when we go out now, she'll just take half of it home. And I would just order two entrees or three desserts or whatever I want. Uh, yeah, you're a grown man. I am. I'm a grown-ass man, although not too grown to make my own health care decisions, apparently. Well, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, grown, um, we had uh, spoken off the air that uh, your illustrious partner, Dr. Kev, thinks you've grown larger than Stacey Abrams. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's true, but I think it's coming from a good place. I think he does that in order to um, to encourage me to lose weight. But I think she I think she weighs more than me and she's like a foot shorter. Uh, she's quite wealthy, though. A George, a, I hate to be a George Soros guy, but I believe one of his organizations, I mean, does give literally billion he has given billions of dollars to left-wing organizations i mean you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to know the truth i mean nobody says you're crazy if you complain about the Koch brothers how much they've donated right Although they've donated you know 10 percent of what george soros has but he donated i believe half of uh five million to her organization right so she could she could get a salary of five hundred thousand a year and just basically be set for the next ten years. Uh, yeah, I guess it pays to uh, do what you're told by Soros. There's nothing uh, that pays better than being a losing uh, Democratic politician. Look at that Osof guy, the that laughing stock who's going to lose the Georgia runoff against Purdue. Oh yes, yes, yeah. He's been losing races and you know underperforming. And, you know, he'd been, he was dating his, his fiancé now, I believe, for like 10 years. And she's actually in medical school. And he got shamed by conservatives that proposed to her. They were like, right. why don't you propose to her if you've been dating her for 10 years? And now he did that, and now he's scared. Oh, uh, well. And he'll lose, and we'll win, and Loughner will win because the reverend she's running against who has a long history of really inappropriate statements. Uh, yeah, including uh, didn't he team up with Castro for a sermon or something? Yeah, teamed up with Castro, said good things about Reverend Wright. He himself has said some nasty things on a wide variety of topics, including Israel, Jewish people in general, uh, stuff like that, stuff that would matter if he was a Republican. Right. Now, I see the mainstream media and all the uh, Twitter uh, pundits uh, still upset that 
President Trump has not conceded. But, you know, we were speaking of Stacey Abrams. Has she ever conceded the uh, gubernatorial race? She, the only thing she ever conceded is an, uh, was an all-you-can-eat uh, Sunday bar. <laughs> she said, I, I can't finish it. And But they said, technically, you did eat all you could eat. Yeah, you know that's I mean? that's truth in advertising. Yeah, I mean, it was just a tremendous – I mean, I could eat a lot of ice cream too, to be honest. I mean, when Dr. Kev said I'm fa- I'm fatter than Stacey Abrams, he, he, he wasn't crazy. I mean, he's just wrong. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a heavy guy who's trying hard to lose weight. Like, I've been trying to, like, not eat during the day and only having a, a dinner meal because the problem is I like – I mean, the reason I'm fat is because I like eating. I enjoy it. It's very – you know, I like it. And, oh, I thought you were big-boned. Yeah, I, I am big-boned. I do have strong, powerful bones, but I also have a little bit extra weight on me. And um, Well, you do carry around a lot of testosterone, and that weighs a lot. Yes, I got uh, it was measured and it's, it's in the mid five digits. Oh, wow. You you donate testosterone to those less fortunate. Yeah, well, technically, I donated some testosterone last night, I believe. That's why I had to do laundry this morning. Oh, is your wallet a little lighter? <laughs> no. <laughs> but here's the point. What was the point? Yeah, what are we even talking about? So Pelosi agreed to do the uh, to do a, 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 a skinny or whatever it's called, right. bill Just to give people put money in people's pockets, and, yes. and basically, I mean, it, not basically. She admitted she wouldn't do it for Trump. So it's basically admitting she was holding. I mean, something that we all knew. Well, but, yeah. But, you know, she basically said, I wouldn't do it under Trump. And it's just like, what the F? You're, the government's forcing people to close down their mm-hmm. their businesses. And, you know, we'll listen to Tipping the Odds for Dr. Kev because he's an epidemiologist to talk about the disease and this and that. But if you're forcing businesses to close down, I, I don't understand how people cannot make money. And, and unemployment pays like crap. I mean, it, it's like half or less than half of what somebody made before. Right, right. Oh, yeah, way, way less. And it it just, you know, it, you can't force people to not work and then have nothing available to them. Uh, no, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, AOC's talking about the, you know, less than a year she spent as a bartender, like that shaped her life. She was she was an intern for Senator Ted Kennedy. She she was quite well off. She, she her dad was an architect. She lived in a very nice house in a very nice neighborhood. Yeah, will for you most be her life? Will you be purchasing one of the AOC text the rich sweatshirts for fifty eight dollars? You know, the only thing good I'll say about it, at least they're American-made, because I have been trying to make buy American-made products. Right. Um, which is hard because I mostly, you know, I mostly buy, you know, Australian collectibles. So it is actually <laughs> a lot more difficult. Now, is get. your is your automobile made in the USA? Um, well, my Australian boomerang is. It, it, it just, you throw it and it just keeps going. Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I drive a CRV. I had two, my first two new cars were Saturns, each of which required thousands of dollars repairs after around 60,000 miles. Ooh. I mean, all, and this was back when I was broke, so I could barely afford it. And I just thought that's how cars were for a while. But I yeah. said, and after the second, you know, that's why I bought a second Saturn. Um, but then after the, you know, 62,000 miles, five and a half years, and I had to put like 1800 bucks in 
and all this stuff. I said, you know, once it broke down, and then it broke down, the transmission started going at 60,000 miles. And I said, F this. And then I got a Honda CRV. It has, it had 20 or 30,000 miles. I only paid 18 grand for it. It was two years old. Oh, okay. This was over 10 years ago. I put on, it has like 150,000 miles, still runs like new. Never any, you know, I, I'll pay 500 to 1,000 a year on maintenance because I bring it to the dealer because I don't care. Mm-hmm. And um, in regular maintenance and, you know, new brakes, oil changes, expensive, you know, stuff like that. And that's just what I'm going to hopefully I'll drive it for the rest of my life, um, which hopefully will be a long time or at least another 20 years. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed. And uh, what do you think about uh, President Trump pardoning uh, General Flynn? And now people are trying to claim that they're going to challenge the pardon. Yeah, that's outrageous. I mean, uh, everyone knows the president's pardon powers are unquestionable. Um, I guess worse comes to worse. Uh, Hopefully they're organized. If if the judge, who obviously has a problem with General Flynn, if he has a legitimate cause to question the pardon, they'll just have to reword it. I mean, he can't question it. The president's right. Uh, tell me, you're you're an attorney. Tell me if it's right. He can he cannot question the president's right to pardon him. But he's uh, for briefly what I read. He said, but based on the way it was written, he could you know it wasn't complete or something. I mean, it has, I, it, I mean, nobody can question the president. President has the right to pardon people. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I just I don't see anything coming of it other than uh, this judge uh, trying to uh, maintain his uh, 15 minutes of fame and do the bidding of uh, whoever's telling him uh, what to do to uh, hassle uh, General Flynn and President Trump. Uh, it, it the, the presidential pardon power is basically uh, absolute. There are some restrictions as far as he can't, uh, a president can't pardon themselves or anyone else from impeachment, but uh, it's it's going nowhere. It's a non-starter, but of course, everyone on the left never questioned uh, uh, Bill Clinton pardoning uh, the donor to the Clinton library for tax evasion. Mark, Mark Rich, the guy yeah. who actually was not even arrested. He was still on the run from the lamb. He was still on the lamb and he pardoned them. Uh, right. And then I, I actually read... Uh, People uh, protest not well questioning the pardon because uh, General Flynn had pled guilty to lying to an FBI officer, and I'm thinking, well, every person that's been pardoned is has been guilty of something. Uh, you know, uh, that's what a pardon is. You're pardoning them from from a crime. So go back and look at Clinton, Obama, Bush, uh, Carter. Uh, anybody, any president throughout history, they're pardoning them because they either were convicted of or 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 pled to a, a crime. So I, I, it's only now because Trump did it that they care. Yeah, well, it's everything. It's like the DACA stuff. I mean, uh, Obama could start the uh, DACA stuff with executive power, but somehow Trump can't end the same program with executive power. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. And but don't uh, worry, it'll start again. With it, I'm under the presumption that Trump's not going to be able to turn around this election. That Biden will be the next president. I'm not saying that's the way it should be or that's justice, but it seems like it's going to have to be a lot of different cases with a lot of different victories in a lot of different states. Um, to yeah, do that. I, 
I don't watch SNL, but I saw all over Twitter, oh, SNL did an amazing job of making fun of that uh, blonde lady as a witness in in uh, Michigan. Have you, do you watch SNL? No, I look at a, the AV Club and I read a review of it. And sometimes I watch some of the skits, but I don't want when they're crazy anti-Trump. I don't watch it. It's just not that entertaining. Now, the AV Club is different from the AVN Awards. Uh, yes, it's more dirty and less appropriate <laughs> more, and a lot less hardcore homosexuality. Oh, well, who's that guy in Florida? He he would know about that. Oh, no, he's bisexual and smoke. Who's the uh, who's the guy in Florida you're talking about? The, oh, the, guy the that, uh, senator. The yeah. guy ran for the uh, oh, no, the guy who ran for the governor, Gilliam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he tried to he's tried to make a comeback. He's having some softball interviews and you know, only talks about it as alcohol, just saying I had an alcohol problem, doesn't talk about the fact that he cheated on his wife, used a prostitute, did illegal drugs, actually required nine one one, did it on a Thursday night, not even on a weekend, you know, and, and he he talks about how you know, it was at a wedding and he drank too much, but it, it, he wasn't invited to the wedding. There was just coincidentally a wedding right at the hotel he was at. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, you, so, you've always said that if you were gay, you would be afraid to order a gay escort because they would likely uh, overpower you. Right, right. Because, I mean, if, if it's a gay escort, a male escort, I mean, any escort you're going to hire is going to be a low-rent person, a criminal, basically. <laughs> right. Not a, they're not like, you know, naive schoolgirls who just, you know, dropped out of college and is just being prostituted themselves. They're all criminals. They all associate with real criminals. You know, they're pimps. Right. You know, real violent criminals. And um, but with women, you know, there's at least a 75 percent chance they can't beat you up. I mean, unless you pay extra. Yeah, but with well, a, a male prostitute, especially guys who order prostitutes, aren't young, strong guys who know how to fight. I assume they're mostly old and middle aged uh, guys. Oh, like that guy from uh, California that was the big Democrat donor and the the young uh, guy overdosed. He had an escort that I don't. Oh, what was I, his name? I don't remember. You made fun of him. He he was a donate. He donated. He was friends with Schiff. Oh, uh, that's California. Ed Buck. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're old guys like that. So you're basically hiring young, strong guys, and who may or may I don't know if male escorts are muscular or they're average. I, I really I don't know, and I don't want to Google it. But you're basically hiring guys who are a much better shape than you who could just beat you up and take your money or God knows to what. Yeah. And, you know, that's, of course, if you don't pay for that service of getting beat up and robbed. Right. Right. So it's yeah. So that's definitely true. That's the problem. You don't want criminals in your house to begin with. And you certainly don't want young, strong, violent ones in your house. Well, I think you have a criminal in your house called... Big Tom, who steals food. Yeah, I had to kick him out of the uh, bedroom because he won't let me. His new thing now is to lay on the keyboard and watch the screen. Oh. So I had to kick him out when I do podcasts or when I'm working on, you know, working on stuff because he, he, he just lays down. He says it's his screen and wants a meows until I put on a cat video on my uh, monitor. Yeah. 
like a, they have toys for cat. Like it'll be a video of a string or something, right? And because he's such a simpleton, you know, cats are literally subhuman. <laughs> um, you know, they were born with less intelligence than humans. I hate to say it, but uh, um, yeah. Yeah, but that tricks him. I mean, he'll 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 you know swing at the string on the monitor. He'll look behind the monitor. He'll look at me like, "What's going on?" I'm just like, "You, you stupid man! You should have stayed in school." <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So and Cordy's always watching, egging him on. Uh, yeah, she's the cheerleader. Yeah, so that's fun. And I slept with. I left the door open to sleep with him, and I tried it, and he he wasn't cooperative. I mean, he likes to lay down on the pillow now. You know what I want to put my head on, right? So it's just not working out. I mean, it's weird because if he wants to sleep here, all he has to do is lay next to me like a trusted dog, and he could stay all night. But he always has to mess with me, you know. <coughs> Yeah, I'm I'm getting a cough here. I don't think it's COVID because I don't have a fever and I don't really leave my condo. So, well, when you open your eyes, is it more bright than when their eyes are closed? Uh, yeah, usually. Oh, that's a symptom. Oh no. Yeah, it's reality. Uh, I saw in Australia uh, that they're you know having uh, like music festivals again. No masks. Uh, they said they beat COVID, I guess, in certain, I don't know if they're called states or provinces uh, down there. Yeah, yeah. They they did say that, that they beat it and they, they were bragging about it. But one part about it is that it's, it's an island in the middle of the Pacific um, and they just stopped all incoming. Tra- Look, Trump tried to stop just some, most trips from China, you know, non-citizens, because you can't stop American citizens from coming. Right, right. And he got nothing but abuse from that. He still does. Um, so, but they stopped all all foreign trips. They arrested a ton of people. Anybody who criticized that, they, they arrested some pregnant woman who made a post on Facebook they didn't like. Yes. So that you know how how would have that went? I mean, it's, this whole thing's stupid. It's just like saying it's just it, for one thing when people say oh two hundred fifty thousand people died. You know, that's Trump's fault. He's a horrible monster. I said, well, 15,000 people died from H1N1 under Obama. Does that mean he's less of a serial killer? Less of right. He, Obama's still a monster, but he's less of a monster. He's, you know, he's like the son of Sam versus Gacy. He's a killer, but less of a killer. Of course not. He's not responsible for diseases. I mean, right. if H1N1, what, what, what if they would have said with Obama, oh, he's responsible for the obesity crisis. Look at how many people who died because of ob- the growth of obesity during his eight years. And reality is true. Far more people died of obesity related things over the eight years Obama was president than died of COVID. Would but Jerry no- Nadler have a claim on that? He would have a claim. I mean, he's he, he is, he's going to be countersued by his belt company. Yeah. What about your favorite uh, Governor Pritzker? He's fat. That's it. That That's the end of the statement. Yeah. So Dr. Kevs um, might be coming to Chicago over the next couple of weeks at some point. And um, I said, well, he said we should go to lunch. I said, yeah, well, let's go to lunch. But we got to have lunch either in our, in our car or my house because there's no uh, no inside here. Right. Because in Florida, you could go to inside restaurants, but in Chicago, you can't. Right. Now, was there some sort of incident in Chicago last night? Yeah, I first thought there were riots and looting, but then I read it as uh, crime. Uh, what the hell is it? C- CWB Chicago 
crime crime watch boys town it it talks about north side crime in chicago and they end downtown and they said it was less looting and more just standard troublemakers by youth oh that used to be you and your youth no i i would oh i'd be too busy studying uh yeah that that's true it made you the man you are uh today is governor is a mayor lightfoot making any statement about it uh, no, she. but if you look at it, you'll see she looks like what happens when you tap, tap on your aquarium, what the fish look like. <laughs> she, she's just a, a, a laughing stock. Um, some woman, carjacking's up like double what it was last year. Some poor woman got carjacked on the way to work close to like near downtown mm. um, yesterday or the day before. It took over an hour. She called 911, took over an hour for the cops to show up. Wow. Well, they need to be defunded, though. Yeah, they they need to be defunded. Oh, in Seattle, they wanted to fund cops and replace them with social workers. Social workers just stabbed to death yesterday and the day before. Well, social workers, you know, are trained in conflict resolution, right? Right. I mean, we got like 5% of the, a a very loud 5 or 10% of the population is talking about this because some, you know, left, like I've said this before, leftists and rightists, you know, political people have specific things they care about. I mean, I specifically care about taxes and, you know, I care a lot about Israel and I care about other stuff. I care less. I, I care less. I don't, it doesn't mean I don't care at all, but I care less about abortion and other things while other Republicans really care about abortion. That's right. their main thing. So the same thing with liberal Democrats. Some of them care about drug legalization, prison reform, but some of them really care Oh, and about getting rid of the death penalty. Some, a few care about animal rights, the good ones. Mm. And but some, you know, some percentage of Democrats really care about police reform. To them, it's their big deal. And that, you know, ten percent of the Democratic Party is controlling policy that's wildly unpopular. Nobody wants to defund the police or get rid of the police because you know, you know what, you know who. Ninety nine percent of people who have problems with pol- the police have problems with the police because they're criminals. I mean, all the celebrity, all the famous people who got shot by the police, they all have long criminal records. Uh, I mean, yeah. Why is it so hard to believe that they're, that they're, you know, they're, they've been, conv- I mean, Freddie Gray in Baltimore had a, had dozens of, of arrests and convictions. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, it, not that it makes it right that, that if they're illegally shot, but... Uh, these are not the the they're not sending their best. No, exactly. They're not sending the best and the brightest. And yeah, obviously, if they're executed by the police, but when when in situation most of the situations, if objective um, judges and juries find the cops innocent, why do they go any further than that? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, you know the revolution will be televised. Yeah, but we'll be okay. I mean, speaking of uh, television, I watched uh, a movie, supposedly a classic, The Maltese Falcon. Eh, overrated. Really? So it wasn't exciting. That's Humphrey Bogart and Ingr- Ingmar. Yeah, Bergman. it was. It was. It was. Uh, no, uh, Mary Astor. Ing- Ingrid Bergman uh, wasn't in that, but. Uh, the just a convoluted plot and it just you know i i can see that uh 
people praised it because I believe it was uh, John Huston's directorial debut and he introduced some new type of uh, uh, camera shots and this and that. But we've seen them all now. So they're old hat. They must have been revolutionary back then to people who've never saw them before. But the the whole plot of the movie overrated. Oh, I'm glad I found that out. I suggested you watch Dr. Strangelove. But what you say about like the movie at the time, it was revolutionary. But then now that everybody's copying it, I feel that's the same way with old Woody Allen movies. Because at the time and before when I watched them, they were just laugh out loud hilarious. But now if I watch them again... It's just so, you know, most of the, the jokes are commonplace and everybody copied them. Right. Wasn't so like, wasn't okay. Forrest Gump basically Zelig? Basically, yes. <laughs> it's like a Gentile version of Zelig. Oh, I saw a, uh, a funny thing. I saw a uh, something on Twitter or somewhere with some young, what's the youngest generation, Generation Z? Yeah, yeah. They, they they were talking about Forrest Gump, and they were talking about how weird and inappropriate it was that he was imitating a, a mentally challenged person. And, you know, they said – and he was even using a mentally challenged voice. And I, I said, no, I never I, – I didn't think of that. Yeah, I just thought he's playing a character that is mentally challenged. Yeah. And he's an actor, and he pretends, and that's what he gets paid for. Well, it's like intellectual blackface. It's Eve. It's hate. It's hate. Uh, yes, yes. It's it's uh, you. Every person in a movie must be portrayed by someone with that affliction. So if there's someone in a coma, you you need to have someone with a coma actually wheeled in to the set and put there. Yeah, there's just a singer, a Sia. I think Sia. Who, yes, yes. Yeah. I've heard of her. Yeah, well, she she produced a, a movie musical or something that was about autistic people, and the star was not autistic, and she got a lot of grief for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw that. I, I, you know, I I don't know what to do anymore. It's it's just insane out there that every little thing is a microaggression or somebody's annoyed at you know what color shirt you're wearing today. It, it's it's just insane. And I know I sound like an old man yelling at the clouds, but it, it, it doesn't make it any less true. You know, these are the people, if we're not careful, who are going to be in charge. And instead of them complaining on Twitter, they'll have some other other things like you won't if they don't approve of a movie, it won't get made. Uh, whoever find it, they'll whoever finances that we're not financing this movie if we're going to if people are going to think bad things about it. Uh, right. For example, a blackface for probably for, for the best, a blackface movie that mocks African Americans that would never get made, and we both would agree with that. Well, these people will say, "Well, anything we don't agree with, in addition to the blackface, shouldn't get made." Uh, yeah, there they will control the uh, thinking for everyone, everyone in society, and. Uh, I I just uh, well look at history. I mean, uh, us living in a peaceful, rich, nice place is the unusual thing. You know, the huge majority of people throughout time, and even the past hundred years, even in Western countries, have not lived as good as we do. I mean, us us being free and rich is the unusual thing. I mean, even in the sixties and seventies, parts of Western Europe weren't living great. I mean, you see Manchester in the seventies looks like a 
hellhole. It looks like a third world asshole, as Trump would call it, a shithole. Uh, yeah, the third world uh, could be uh, applied to New York City. And in the uh, Nero Fiddles while Rome Burns department, the uh, mayor's uh, Mayor de Blasio's wife released a video of her uh, dancing in front of Gracie Mansion, which is the uh, mayor's uh, residence in New York, uh, to for some campaign "We Are Family" or something uh, to the Sister Sledge song "We Are Family." Yeah, and she's dancing. She takes her mask off. She and people are like. This is Nero fiddling while Rome burns. You're, the city's destroyed. She still can't account for the $850 million missing from her mental health campaign that she was put in charge of. So I assume uh, that's in a Swiss bank account somewhere. Yeah, it's really disgraceful. And um, he can't run again. But she's. you think she'll win? She might run. Oh, Do you think she'll I, win a nomination? Well, no, uh, you know. The, everyone's outraged at de Blasio, but only the people. Uh, it seems the only people that vote in New York City these days are the ones that are looking for a free handout from the government. Everyone else just complains, but they stay home and don't vote. Uh, yeah, what we need is a new Republican Giuliani who will, uh, you know, take care of things. Yeah, but he's racist and sexist. Oh, yeah, he's uh, America's worst uh, monster. Yeah, yeah the only buddy, the only one worse than him is is whoever the hanger-ons of the next Republican president is. Oh, you think it, the Dems will accuse the next Republican candidate of racism? Yeah, I, I got a magic uh, spell. I should see a priest for an exorcism because <laughs> I can magically predict that they'll accuse the next Republican president of racism. You're a prognosticator extraordinaire. Uh, yeah, I was going back and forth with Twitter with this dude, and he called Trump a racist. I just kept, I said to him, it took me this, ten seconds to find the media calling every other Republican, whoever was president or ran for president, racist, including McCain and Romney. You know, oh, and you know, Trump used the America First um, slogan. Yeah. He was called a racist. They said this has uh, origins in Nazi Germany. Yes. Biden's, Biden's using the same slogan. Yeah, but it, when he says it, it's different. Yeah, because he, he used a spot for um, empathy. Oh, he, he broke his foot chasing his dog naked or something? Yeah, something something like that. I, I mean, and Biden being naked, didn't he used to uh, swim naked in front of, like, female Secret Service agents? Yeah, and they were transferred out. Yeah, he, he was not considered a good guy or a, you know, a, a good for to anybody up until he won the nomination. Now he's an empathetic hero. Yeah, I don't even get naked in the shower, let alone swimming naked in front of uh, other people. Yeah, I don't sleep naked in case there's a fire. Oh, okay. I hear that. If I run outside naked, the firemen might not want to put out the fire. Yeah, and uh, you don't want Big Tom to have access to anything uh, more than he already does while you're sleeping. Oh, good point. Yeah, um, because yeah, he's he's yeah he likes scratching and messing with stuff. He and is large and in charge. Yeah, I mean he and I see the way he goes after that scratching pole. Yeah, you 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 don't need you don't need that. So what what else is happening? Anything? Uh, no, I tried to watch the uh, 
The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And honestly, it was just too depressing. And I didn't like the I didn't like the fact that she in the first episode because she's a, 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 a chess savant. Right. Like, and she was like 10 years old and she played, she went to, they brought her to a high school to play all the guys in the chess club mm-hmm. at a high school. And she made a comment and they portrayed it as even the head, you know, the captain of the chess club was no good. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't described as she was just a savant like Bobby Fisher, who I think it's based on, who was just so excellent. It was also, like she said, the the head of the chess club, he just couldn't play good. And I'm just thinking, that's not true. That the at any high school in America, that the captain of the chess club is gonna be good at chess. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you could be the best in the world, and clearly you are the one in a billion person who's excellent at chess, but that doesn't make him bad at chess. And I resented that. And it was depressing. She was an orphan and a drug addict. She turned into a little drug addict because they gave her tranquilizers. It's just depressing. Are you orphan shaming? <laughs> That's more the shame of her mom. I think her mom killed herself. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's very depressing. It, luckily, she went to the orphanage, and the orphanage would seem like a semi-nice place. And then she went down. There was a janitor in the basement, and she started interacting with him. And I'm like, oh, my God, do not tell me that the janitor is going to start you know, right. But he didn't. He taught her how to play chess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause normally, like, that's where those things go. Right. And I was going to immediately turn it off and burn my TV. Um, but that, that didn't happen. But it's, I don't need to. All I have to do is look at my bank account to be depressed or my weight. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't need to watch something to be depressed. Um, what am I watching? I'm watching rewatching Veep. Um, I suggested that you watch Doctor Strangelove, which is a universally loved movie. Uh, was that Peter Sellers, George C. Scott? Exactly. A couple other stars you might recognize. Yeah, and- you can't go wrong with those two in anything. No, no, it's, it's a wildly pop, wildly popular and very entertaining movie. Although usually, if I and vice versa, if one of us likes something, the other one doesn't. Uh, yeah. Oh well, last night I watched uh, on a whim. I watched Black Panther, and I thought it was great. Well, and I never like, like superhero movies. Yeah, and you didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I shut it off as soon as he started singing and dancing. Um, in the beginning. Yeah, that was right at the beginning. That was like after five minutes. Yeah, I was done. Well, that's universe. Guardians of the. I mean, I shouldn't complain because I, I saw clips of Guardian of Black Panther, and I think it's a terrible movie. Um, I was waiting for the white people to do something good. Yeah. Well. We, yeah. We are on opposite spectrums because I I, I uh, had you watch, tried to watch a movie a couple weeks ago that I said it was Tarantino esque, and you said you shut it off after fifteen minutes. Oh, yeah, it's unwatchable. unwatchable. I thought it was great. Monsters. Yeah, we we are not on the same page. I think I align more with uh, some of Dr. Kev's suggestions. Yeah, well, Dr. Kev doesn't have good taste in in TV shows. That's why he liked the, the episodes, which is on Netflix, which is a fantastic uh, sitcom, which I, he was right about, but most of the time he's wrong about it. Uh, yeah, that that's between uh, you two. I hope your negative comments don't affect your uh, pay grade. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to go through this podcast and delete at least one of the uh, mentions of Dr. Cal. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what What else? Wow, we're at 35 minutes. That's a record for us. Uh, well, we didn't talk last week, and we need our listeners to listen. Maybe we'll have more listeners this week because it might not be a tipping the odds, and then people could listen to it and wonder what's going on. Yeah, any Vegas news you want to uh, reveal? I'm probably going in February or March after I get the vaccine because of my status. Not only will I get the vaccine early, but I'll get it delivered to my house. Oh, okay. Very nice. Which is the way it should be. And um, I heard if you're getting a vaccine and Big Tom scratches you at the same time, you get super cat powers. Well, what does that mean? Being fat and laying around all the time? (laughs) I already have them. (laughs) <laughs> um, that's, that's Tom's superpower. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. That you were going to get the vaccine early. Yeah, I'm going to get the vaccine early and hope probably delivered to my house as it should be. And then once I'm vaccinated, because I don't want to catch a stupid disease, even though I don't know, I don't want to catch anything. And so I'm probably going to go in February or March and, and that's it. I'm not going before then. Um, oh, I was talking to my buddy, Mark. The friendly fellow. He's talking about, hey, I'm thinking of going to Vegas in uh, February also. That's going to be great. I just said, oh, then we all should go together. And then he said, of 2022. And I'm like, come on, man. Oh, why even mention it? Why even mention it? Exactly. Yeah, I I have plans to. Yeah, that's like, you know, I have plans uh, eight years from now. I have a restaurant book somewhere. Uh, Okay, big deal. Yeah, yeah. 2022, he's thinking of going. So that's that's good. Uh, but regardless, uh, yeah, I'll probably go then. And I mean, Dr. Cav has a lot of my clothes because I threw out my back last time and I couldn't carry my suitcase home. So I, I don't have to, you know, I have a, a whole wardrobe of sensual and durable uh, clothes. Oh, durable is the key part. Well, they got to be. I mean, my sensual bedroom attire gets a lot of workout. I mean, if, it, if I can't wear it more than a few nights... I mean, luckily, because it's a business expense, I get to write it off. Uh, Yeah, you have a good accountant. Yeah, I mean, models need to sleep with guys also. You can't expect models to go to bars and meet guys. They have to hire, you know, male prostitutes like myself. You got to pay the bill somehow. Exactly. And it's a hard job. It's a hard hard job. Now, do you feel this podcast is going off the rails right now? Yeah. So why don't we, um, after I admitted that I'm a male prostitute, female (laughs) supermodel, (laughs) why don't we uh, wrap it up? So uh, that's it. This is Mitch from the Oh Yeah podcast. And and this is Doug. Have a great weekend, everybody. Mm -hmm.